hello, and welcome to this recording of the Divine Downloads podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Overton, and man, it's been an interesting way to get here on this today's broadcast, and I am so excited for this broadcast because I have master healer and peak performance trainer, Joe Petrosky in the house. So welcome, welcome, Joe. Thank you. Appreciate it. It's nice to be here. Oh, my Lord. Well, um, it's the full moon starting tonight. And so it was a little bit of an interesting journey to get here. So I'm just so glad we're here together. We got the birds in the background where Joe is in Florida. I'm in Minneapolis. And I'm happy to say that it's in the 60s, although it's raining. But we are here. We're ready to rock this party. And so where do we begin? So just a little sort of backstory for people, if they've never listened to this broadcast or tuned in, Divine Downloads is really simply when somebody receives some type of wisdom, information that creates this urgency in somebody to make massive change, they take massive action. It's a little bit more profound than just a, like a, a fleeting thought or an idea. And so I just love connecting with other people. Listen, we've all had many divine downloads, right? And so I think it's, it's something that's so powerful to talk about because so often in life, we have our blinders on, right? We're so like nose to the grindstone or autopilot that we're completely missing out on all the information. So today I want to talk to this amazing man, Joe Petrosky, whom I met through my beautiful husband, Dwayne. So it's cool to know you. And now, especially now that I'm on this journey, uh, this soul journey. So Joe, I would love for you to share with our listeners, you know, I know you've had many downloads, but what's one that you really think would be helpful to share with our listeners today? Well, actually one of the most profound was when I met my first teacher. Um, when I met him back in 2001, I was actually deathly ill. I was on oxygen and the doctors had told me that I was going to die uh, within the year. And I met this fella and he looked at me when I was on the oxygen and all this kind of stuff. And he took, he uh, pointed at me out of 150 people and he says, well, you can do this too. And I looked at him with all the doubt that I could muster, but with his eyes, he says, yeah, you can. He, he never said a word, another word. And it was something that I was like, okay, I don't know what I can do, but I need to figure this out. <laughs> so that was one. And another one that was, you know, just a trippy trip. I was in a sweat lodge with, uh, it was a Native American sweat lodge. And a lot of people have a misconception. It's, uh, it's uh, no drugs are in there, uh, no peyote, nothing like that. It's just heat. And uh, um, I had asked to be excused because I had this overwhelming urge that I was going to be making noises and I didn't want to offend anybody. And I said, I need to get out. I need to get, no, 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 stay. And I was like, I need to get out. And he says, no, stay. And so they actually pulled everybody in the lodge and they said, stay. Like, oh, crap. And so they said, make the noises. So I started making the noises and I started making the noises and I was just like, you know, and I could have literally physically got out, but I was like, Hey, stay. They told me to stay. So I started to make these noises and I thought I was doing something disrespectful. I thought I was doing Saturday, you know, cowboys and Indians kind of stuff. Uh, Cause I was like, Oh, hi, hey, hey, you know, and I kept on going and I couldn't stop. And I got louder and I got faster and then I got slower and I got louder and it. And the older native Americans started to cry. And I was just like, Oh shit. And I couldn't stop. I kept on going. 
and come to find out that I had sung an entire Native American song in a language I do not know. I sang a song in Lakota. And uh, so that was one, the d d divine downloads. And then um, another, it was interesting because I had been doing my healing work and I was kind of getting frustrated because I was seeing the clients and they're coming back every two or three years with different stuff, but same root causes. And I was kind of getting bored and frustrated. And I was just like, what's going on? You know, I, I should be able to help these people. Why am I not? What's going on? And I was told about a movie called The Cure Is. And I was like, I need to see this. I need to watch it. And when I watched it, you talk about a divine download. When I watched it, I feverishly wrote for 10 pages the very first time that I watched it. Um, I watched it the next day and I wrote for another eight pages. And the next day I wrote for another four pages. Um, and um, I was actually renting space from a woman at the time. She goes, oh, my God. She goes, what the hell possessed you? You know, what, what, what got into you? And she goes, I had actually asked you some questions and you didn't even respond to me. And I'm like, I didn't know you asked me any questions. <laughs> and it was really interesting because there was so many things that they were talking in science, what I had been talking about energetically for years. And so it was so cool to have them talk with science that backed up what I saw. And that's when I really shift my focus from doing one-on-one -on -one healings to coaching. And so that was, those are a couple of really, really cool downloads, I think. Well, yeah. I would, I would definitely agree. So we got to marinate on a couple of these. So I would like to start with, well, I think just in hearing all of these experiences that you have had, what do you think, I sort of feel like, um, maybe this is more of a nursing term, but it's like this idea of what I call priming the pump. Like before okay. you start an mm -hmm. IV on somebody, you have to spike the bag of fluid, you have to squeeze the chamber, fill it with the fluid, and then you have to open the <laughs> IV tubing so that it all, I know, so that it fills up. It's like, it's like um, I believe that we were on this sort of, I call, this journey, I believe it's like a tapestry of all these different experiences, and I feel like we, we call onto our path these different experiences, right? That's just sure. my personal belief. And so, mm -hmm. and I feel like, you know, this, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. What mm -hmm. do you feel like, you know, when you were in 2001, when you met your teacher, when they said, you know, you can do this too, was it the fact that you were told that you were going to die? What do you think it was within you that something clicked differently than it ever had before? Well, um, I, when I look back at it, I know it was energy to energy um, because when he looked at me, um, he simply said something and with his eyes, he never wavered the gaze. And when I looked away and I looked back, he just looked at me and with his eyes, he basically, with energy, he just, let me say, he let me feel it. And what I was feeling was, okay, I have to do this. Um, I have to figure this out. And so, and you know, you have these, you know, overwhelming feelings or urges that you just have to go or, you know, you're driving. And uh, for example, I live, you know, it's equidistance to the turnpike or the freeway. And I was just like, okay, don't take the freeway today. It's like, well, okay, it's going to take me a little ways out of the way, but I hop on the turnpike and I find out that two and a half miles down, there was a massive car accident and the road's blocked. 
you know, um, and it ended up being blocked for 45 minutes. Um, so when we open up and uh, it's my belief, I'm, I'm choosing to name it, is that um, when I started on my journey, I literally um, said, hey, God, I'm working for you. Um, protect me and, and let me know let me know. And I say, it's like, you know, send me signs, make it obvious. Um, I'm not the brightest bulb on the block sometimes. <laughs> um, and so I say, send me signs. So I know. And the biggest thing that is just being open to hearing, being open to hearing that sign. And, and when you hear it, having the guts to stand in it, because I've had to say some things that when I've asked, it's like, okay, let me know what I need to say. Then it's like, really? can I say anything else, please? <laughs> you know, because, you know, when I, when I put the prayer out there to be, you know, to see what I need to see, hear what I need to hear, feel what I need to feel. When I put that prayer out there, then I have to listen to it. Uh, it's not up for me to interpret when it comes. And sometimes it's, you know, something where it takes a lot of guts to bring it forward. So that kind of answer. Yeah, for sure. And so, of course, um, now that's three more things are coming up. So one thing is, I believe um, when you were talking about it was an basically it was like an energetic exchange, right? That he didn't mm -hmm. fix his gaze was like fixed, and then to me, it's it's almost like a representation of something that you have already known before. Maybe it was on a previous lifetime. Was it's like you remembered you you open this portal or access to this thing that you have within yeah. you as a healer that maybe forgot or again maybe it was from a past life so it's like somehow that i think of it as like a highway or a network right somehow it got severed maybe by trauma or something and then that 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 exchange with this teacher that you brought on your path like reconnected that uh that portal does that make any sense yeah, I laughed when you said it. <laughs> when you said it was sometime, it was probably severed by trauma. And it's like, yeah, uh, anything that I ever thought or felt was beat out of me when I was a kid, you know. And so um, it definitely was severed. I had no idea I had the gift. Um, and then when I started to see it, um, it was really interesting because I got in my way so often. And my teacher knew that I was a tough nut to crack. And so he set me up with a mentor and I, this mentor was, his name's John Erickson and he was just the most amazing man ever. Uh, he held space for me that was just amazing. I was, you know, scared because I still wasn't better, but John actually um, was the guy that helped me. I went to him twice. I went to somebody else once and I went to John the last few times and I got off the oxygen. And John held this space for me and he challenged me and says, hey man. And so one day he finally came to me and he says, Joe. And what he did is he set me up to do this healing on this woman. And uh, at the end, after doing it, he says, hey, I just have one question. Does it feel that good to think that little of yourself? Because what it had been is I had been holding these beliefs and these thoughts that I wasn't good enough, I wasn't right enough, I wasn't strong enough, I wasn't a whatever, whatever, whatever. So John nailed me to the wall. He says, hey, he says, does it feel that good to think that little of yourself? And so I had to stop believing what everybody else had told me. And the, they told me, but I ended up making them my beliefs. I lived from that. I lived from that belief that I wasn't good enough. I wasn't right enough. I wasn't strong enough, smart enough. And so I had to let it go in order to be able to be the healer that I am. 
in order to be the dad that I am, in order to be the friend that I am, I had, I had to leave those things behind. And I think that that's one of the biggest gifts for us is that when we really see something, it's like, what is it that I need to let go of in order to be able to receive the best of love from my family, the best of love from my friends? And crap gets in the way. And so, but we get to look at that. It's like, what do I put in the way to stop me from being able to receive love? Because if I'm stopping it from receiving love, I'm also, you know, narrowing the connection to creator. So it's harder for me to be able to do the work that I do. So the more open I am, the better I am at doing the work that I do. That makes sense. Oh, so, so profound. So, you know, welcome to the club, right? Um, of getting in our own way. And, you know, the thing about trauma, I think that's definitely something that I obviously, okay, so I'm a registered nurse for 21 years. Mm -hmm. I am not a psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. I'm not a psychologist. And in all the years of working with other humans, I have come to know, Oprah moment, what I knew to be true is we all have trauma of varying degrees of intensity, duration, and it is like anytime there's a trauma, whether it's you got made fun of on the school playground when you were six or you were physically or you know emotionally uh, abused, it's like, yeah, the trauma definitely does a toll. And so it, it like disconnects us from our from our inner truth, our inner authenticity. And we, we pick up this, these, these beliefs about ourselves that just are not our own. And so I just want to acknowledge you for all the work that you've done because you do have so many gifts. And so now, because you got out of your own way and you released those beliefs that weren't even your own, right? Mm -hmm. You're helping so many people. So I just want to um, just, take a moment so it's like a moment of silence to just like bow to that the fact that you you said yes to the call basically yeah and you know and I don't know about you Elizabeth but uh, when I got better I could have went back to construction because I had a stack of clients and people were calling me when I was sick and it's like are you sure you can't just fit me in like hey <laughs> I, I'm on oxygen <laughs> you know it's like yeah I mean I'm not gonna be climbing a ladder to fix your house um, but it would have been easier for me to go back to construction. But I knew that if I didn't fo follow the calling, um, I would have been kicking God in the teeth. Um, and so saying yes hasn't been easy at times, but I know I'm doing the right thing. And when I hit it out of the park, um, yeah, it's just like, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, people can't see you, but Joe is like, oh. this guy. <laughs> woo, woo. yeah, baby. <laughs> Okay, so this is so beautiful, right? It, it would have been easier, and what a, what a beautiful gift that you have answered the call. And I want to talk a little bit about what you said about two things. When you, when you receive the call and you know that you have this gift, and then it's like you ask for the, the signs, right? And then you get the, the downloads and the information. It's like, oh, is that really what I didn't say? Yeah, it's like... So many people have these gifts and it's like the ego gets in the way and it's like we don't trust, right? And I think that's part of that whole picking up other, other people's beliefs about us, the ego, um, you know, who are you, all, all the things, right, that we all as humans struggle with. And it's like when we can really like heed the information and execute that, it's like, miracles really do occur 
Yeah. And, you know, and one of the things that, you know, that I tell people is that we need to be able to stay open um, and that all of life, every single thing in life has an ebb and flow. You already mentioned the moon. The moon gets big and then the moon disappears and it you know, gets, you know, smaller and smaller and smaller until it gets bigger and bigger. The tide goes in, the tide goes out, you know, even down here in Florida. Okay. Um, the trees lose their leaves and they get them back. Okay. And some of them do it gradually, but, um, they do. And we as human beings expect us to be on this trajectory from zero to a hundred and, you know, and have it go straight up. And it's like, well, no, it's going to have ups and downs and ups and downs and ups and downs. And it's like, otherwise it wouldn't be life. And it's like, how do we think that we get to skate through life, you know, and go zero to a hundred? Because I mean, even if you look at it, it's like, you know, snakes, they shed their skin, lobsters, they shed their, you know, their carcass or their, you know, their bony, you know, casings, uh, deer, they lose their antlers, you know, walleyes lose their fish or their teeth rather. Um, and we sit here and think that I got to be perfect from sun up to sundown. It's like, give yourself a break. I mean, for crying out loud, give yourself a break. Um, nothing else in nature is zero to perfect. Why, you know, can, why, why are we? And then we get to look at it like, well, hold on a second. The snake sheds its skin. The lobster does. The deer loses its antlers. The walleye loses its teeth, you know, and that's perfection. So maybe me going through the times where I bounce on bottom, maybe that's perfection. So that's something I tell people all the time. We have to give ourselves a break. We have to be able to uh, accept us for where we are. And yeah, we get to continue on and we can't be lazy about it. But it's something where we get to just acknowledge that I get to be me and I get to be profound and I get to make mistakes and I get to be profound. And I get to make mistakes. And hopefully by honoring me and my intuition and creator, the mistakes get less, you know, big, but they're going to be there. And that's something that I, you know, what's your thoughts on that? I love that. Basically, I think at the end of the day, we all just need permission to, I loved what you said about um, standing in it, right? Standing in the opportunity, the lesson, the blessing, the growth, the expansion. And I believe that um, as a recovering perfectionist, type A, got to have all my ducks in a row. And if it doesn't look like I have everything put together, wrapped up in a little bow, then in, in the old days, I just would not do it. And then I realized perfectionism is a complete um, cop out. It's really just an excuse for not wanting to be vulnerable not wanting to like, like you say, like stand in it and be in that place. And it's so funny that you're mentioning the trajectory because my friend and I, Lydia, were talking about my favorite visual for entrepreneurship. You know, it's like, this is not some linear line. It's like going straight from point A to point Z. It's like freaking erratic and up and down. And, and the more that you can uh, acknowledge and give yourself permission to be in it, whatever it is, without trying to change it. It's so much more fun, right? Yeah. And, and that's the thing. And, um, you know, and it's so nice because what I've been doing is I've, I've never had team and, you know, and recently I've really put team around me. And so I have um, an assistant, I have a CIO, um, you know, I'm developing these marketing people, uh, you know, videographers, all these different people that are helping me go through this. And it's funny as heck, but it's one of those things where it's like, uh, we get to rely on others 
and um, and we get to laugh together. And so that whole you know entrepreneur crazy circle, um, yeah, you know it's called life. <laughs> you know? That is so true. And I'm um, again, I want to acknowledge you and give you kudos to um, being supported by others because again, we don't do anybody any service much less ourselves when we, it's like when we, when we wait or we try to do everything ourselves, it's, it's, it's courageous and it's so vulnerable, vulnerable to be able to ask and da, 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 receive the help and the support. Right? <laughs> no shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, yeah. And it's so interesting. Um, you know, cause I was working, it's been a really wild, uh, couple of weeks um, lately, uh, unbelievably wild. And you know that when we have clients in front of us, um, uh, they're usually basically just showing us things that we need to still fix in us. And because of the fact that we battled the demon so hard, we're able to teach them how to battle the demon and hopefully make their life easier. Um, but I've been working a lot with people about receiving you know, receiving love, receiving kind statements, you know, allowing themselves time, all of these different things, uh, which I myself, you know, still am working on. And it's so wild to be able to see it um, into the level of the depth. And it's so cool when you can have good people around you and be honest with them uh, and have that support of people. Um, it's, it's very, very helpful. And it's pretty cool. That's why I like working with groups. <laughs> when you work with groups, people don't feel so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, it's just so profound to have a team around you. You know, your vibe attracts your tribe. You're the average of the five people you hang out with, with the most, right? It's like um, being, I, I like to call it like your circle of influence. Like who is in your circle of influence? And of course, we, when you're saying, when you're talking about, you know, we're attracting people we're basically other people are mirrors, right? And so they're just showing to us the work that we still need to do. And it's a process, right? It's never about the final destination. It's, it's about the journey. And isn't it magnificent in this wild journey that we're on that we have these amazing, amazing tools. Like if I didn't have all the tools I have specifically, I'm referring to things like grounding techniques and, and knowing how to be centered and in my body not all up in my head and out of my body right to be able to discern well is this really good for me or what's going on or or like other people and things like meditation and um being open to receive like you're talking about it just makes life so much richer so w would you be um could you share with our listeners you're, we're talking a lot about being open. And, you know, when I first met you, I was like, dude, what's up with the guy and the energy? And here I, and here I am waving the energy flag as, as proud and as loud as I can. So can you talk a little bit about what does it mean really to be like open to these sort of energy things that we're sort of referring to? Well, the first thing we want to do is take the, the woo-woo out of it, um, you know, because uh, I was listening to um, a recording from Dr. Norman Shealy. Norman Shealy um, uh, has been one of the foremost experts on pain treatment. Um, he invented the TENS unit, the dorsal TENS unit. Um, so the guy's brilliant. And he was talking about the fact that he says, hey, you guys have to admit that we use energy in medicine all the time. He says, magnetic resonance imaging 
is measuring levels of energy. That's all it is, is it does that. And it's the most, it's the best diagnostic tool that they have to this point, you know, and for some issues. And so that's energy. And then energy is also, it's like, you know, we can walk into a house or walk into an office and it's like, hey man, what just happened here? You know, and we can tell that something just happened. You can cut the tension with a knife. That's energy. So we get to know, or, you know, it's like your friend comes and it's like, oh, you know, oh, so nice to see you, blah, blah. And it's like, hold on a second. Are you really okay? And it's like, well, yeah. I'm okay. And it's like, no, 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 no. Something feels off. And then all of a sudden they start to cry. That's energy. We sense things. And so we all have the ability to sense. Um, and some of us, uh, you know, take it to the nth degree. Some of us uh, are much more so in awareness. Um, and so first thing we want to do is we want to make energy a real thing, a regular thing that we all have it, then we can really tap into it the more we decide to. And um, you'd asked me, you know, uh, before we began about a couple different things, and there's one technique, um, and they've been doing this in yoga for, you know, centuries and centuries. And um, when you do this one technique, you cannot have a negative thought. And I've added a couple of things to it. And when I use this with athletes, every single athlete can outperform what they just did to win the contest. So if they win the contest and then I show them this set of movements and then they beat what they just did to win is a heck of a thing to do. And it's so easy. It's so simple. The first thing that you do is you simply, you're standing up with normal, good posture, and then you tilt your chin up at about 10 degrees. Cause there was a scientist in 1910 that found out that if you keep your chin up, it's almost impossible to be depressed. So you keep your chin tilted 10 degrees. Um, you simply roll your shoulders back a little bit and then you do two things simultaneously. You squeeze your glutes, which your butt muscles, you squeeze them as tight as you can. Um, and then you do a Kegel, which is basically squeezing to stop the urine flow for either guys or ladies. And when you do those uh, three things, it's absolutely immensely powerful. You'll notice that all of a sudden you will stop the negative thoughts. And then I add one thing, I, uh, you know, hold this and you can hold it for as long as you want. Or, you know, I tell people to hold it for at least two or three seconds, you know, hold it for longer if you really want power. And then you take a half a step back and then half a step forward. What that does is it locks it into your body. It will absolutely every single time increase your physical energy, your emotional energy, your spiritual energy, your hand-eye coordination will be better, all that kind of stuff. And Elizabeth, you know, uh, you wonder, um, it's like when I helped uh, Dwayne empty your house so you guys could redo the floors, I was having him and me and him did that all day in order to keep our energy up. <laughs> cool. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, a, that was a lot of work. Um, and then there's something, you know, lots of people, and you've probably heard this, uh, Liz, but lots of people uh, say that I'm, uh, I'm an empath. And so I can't be around people or I can't go to grocery stores when they're busy or I can't go to, I can't go to movie theaters. Um, I definitely can't go out dancing anymore because I'm an empath. And it's one of those things where I tell people, it's like, okay, you know what? That's wrong because God's not going to give you a gift just to make you sick. Okay. Being an empath is an incredible thing. And it doesn't mean that you are the canary in the coal mine, but the canary in the coal mine died, you know, so to save everybody else's life. An empath, you don't have to get sick in order to help others. And one of the most powerful tools that I tell people to do um, to be able to keep their energy within themselves and keep everybody else's energy out is you simply start, it's too bad you guys can't see, but you simply point your fingers towards your uh, skull. Your fingers are above your head and then in front of your head, in front of your forehead, in front of your nose, in front of your chin, in front of your sternum, your belly button, all the way through the midline until you get at the bottom of the torso. At the bottom of the torso, then you point your palm out. 
And so what it is, is you're zippering the left-hand side and the right-hand side of the energy together. And then when you put your palm out, it basically puts other energy out. And so when I do this, I say, as I'm going through from the uh, crown, you know, through the head, all the way through the sternum and such, I get all that which is mine is mine. And then when I push it away, all that which is yours is yours. All that which is mine is mine. All that which is yours is yours. One more time. All that which is mine is mine. All that which is yours is yours. And people will say, it's like, well, I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to harm anybody. It's like, no, 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 no. When you do this and you, uh, I don't put my palm out to anybody unless I feel threatened or really disrespected. Then I'll push the palm out towards their solar plexus, which is their belly. And people say, well, I don't want to hurt them. It's like, no, what you're, you're giving them back their energy that they started with this morning. So you can't be harming them. You're basically simply giving them their energy back and you're keeping your energy within yourself. And it, it is so powerful. I've taught empaths this, you know, for years now and they can't do this and they can't do this and everything like that. And it is so darn cool to be able to see this. Um, uh, we have this uh, street. Um, it's kind of like Hennepin Avenue. Um, it's a popular street in Delray. It's called Atlantic. Um, and it's hopping. There's restaurants. There's, you know, street cafes, street restaurants. There's music playing. There's people driving up and down the street. There's everything going on that you can imagine. A lot of people can't handle that because of their, you know, weakness with their energy. Um, I taught this one, you know, beautiful young girl. Uh, when I say beautiful, she was really gifted. Um, a hell of a medium and a heck of a psychic. Um, hand, she can touch people and heal. Really cool. Um, but she couldn't be around and she couldn't go down and have fun. And I saw her one night, you know, strutting down the avenue with her friends and everything like that. And I was just like, whoa. And she looked at me and she did the thing and she kind of like did it a shimmy, shimmy, shimmy as she was doing it and everything like that. And, and then she gave me two thumbs up and, you know, and uh, blew me a kiss. And uh, so she was out being able to have fun where before she wouldn't even have thought about doing it. So Energy is a powerful thing. We get to use it for incredible things, and we especially get to use it to be able to protect ourselves and protect our health and to increase it. And these two things are, uh, they're my bookends. I have a thing called power positions that I can share with you and your people if you'd like. And um, it's amazing what these things can do for people. Oh, I love that. Can we just, uh, this is a tweetable, this is a bummer sticker, this is a t-shirt, <laughs> and that is, uh, you don't have to get sick to help people. Like, how long oh. you, you, can I get an amen? Like, da, da, oh. da. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, it is so unfortunate when I see people and they own it, like, like they own their skin color or they own their eye color, you know? Um, and it's like, no, it's like, you don't need to get sick in or with your helping people. If you get sick when you're helping people, you're doing it wrong. It's plain and simple. You're simply doing it wrong. Because there's, I mean, you know, nowhere, I mean, whatever culture you study, whatever people it is, whether it's, you know, Celtic, Aboriginal, Judaism, Christian, Muslim, uh, Native American, nowhere does it say, oh, our most wonderful healers did healing and they got so butt ugly sick. <laughs> Where did you read that? Nobody read that any place ever, any time. You know, nobody sat around a fire and listened to an elder say, yeah, you're going to be a great healer because you're going to get really sick. I mean, <laughs> nobody's ever... Yeah. So why, why do we take that crap on? You know, I mean, it's, it's ludicrous. I think that's so powerful. And as a nurse for 21 years, can I just get a like, hello, 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 amen, amen, amen. It's this limiting belief and this old story of, 
in order to help my tribe thrive, I have to suffer, I have to struggle, or I have to put myself, it's such an old paradigm that's so, just so outdated and so, you nailed it. If you're doing, if you're getting sick, you're doing it wrong. So yeah. thank you for those very powerful, um, that reminds me of this, I learned it as the zip up. So going from the bottom up, but it's very, like you say, energy, I, I just love energy. And you know what they say, um, it can never be created nor destroyed. It just changes form. So how do, how do you want to handle your energy? I believe it's like, I got to come up with a better secret weapon is how about secret tool? It's like people that don't know about energy are missing out, yo. Oh, no kidding. I mean, you know, uh, people, when they think about it, um, you know, for example, when you meet somebody and you're drawn to them, that's an energy. Okay. And you know what it's like, you've been married for a while. And it's like, you know, there's times when, you know, Dewey comes home from work and it's just like, Oh, hi, honey, kiss, you know, peck, peck. And then there's times where he comes home from work and you just want to grab him, you know, and, uh, that's energy. You know, there's something about him. Maybe he had a rocking day or, you know, got a compliment at work or finished a project and he was feeling so darn good about himself. You came in as his, like his, you know, attraction vibe just went through the roof, you know? And uh, so that's energy. Um, you know, when you're sitting there, it's like, okay, I want to go to, the, okay, I was going to go to this party. I really wanted to go to this party, but as I'm getting dressed, it's like, I don't want to go to this party. That's energy. You know, we get to trust that kind of stuff. We get to see, and it's like, because, I mean, I've gone places, you know, there was a party that my buddy's like, Joe, really? I've been trying to set you up with this girl forever. It's like, she's going to be at the party and you're not going to come. It's like, what the heck? I said, hey, man, I, I just, I'm not feeling it. Yes, I would love to meet this woman, but I'm just, I am not going to come to the party. So what ends up happening is they all go down. It would have been a long drive for me, like an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, almost to Miami and there was a fire in the building. Uh, the elevator got stuck for three and a half hours. <laughs> oh, my word. And so, okay. So, you know, I mean, uh, everybody that was there that wanted to leave, couldn't leave because there was 12 fire engines, you know, and paramedics blocking every parking exit. So nobody could leave for hours. Um, you know, uh, so the restaurants and everything like that, they were told to close down in case, you know, it got worse and, you know, all this other kind of stuff. And so everybody was, you know, had their thumbs, you know, twiddling for, you know, three and a half hours. <laughs> and so my buddy calls up and he says, you know, he says, you suck. <laughs> he says, how come you didn't tell me? I says, Hey man, I says, they just, I just knew that I wasn't supposed to go. You got to go. And he says, you know what it's like sitting on an elevator for three and a half hours? I says, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I know what it's like to watch a really good movie though. I said, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so I love it. What a way to honor your energy. Right. And it's, so it's like, I would love to share with people. Obviously people can tell by your vibes. You're an amazing human. You're an amazing healer. How can people find you, follow you, work with you, all the magic? Let us know. Okay. Well, on Facebook, it's Joe, and then it's P-E-T-R-O-S-K-I, and my email, and well, the website is profoundpower.net, profoundpower.net. My email is profoundpowerjoe at gmail.com, and I do two things. I'm actually forming one more coaching group. I always limit my groups to six people. Um, because I want to give one-on-one -on -one support and I'm starting one, I believe it's April 29th and we're half full. 
Uh, so they can do that. And then June 21st, 22nd, 23rd, I'm having um, a two and a half day workshop in Palm Beach County. And I'm going to be teaching people this energy work. I'm going to be teaching them the incredible techniques that get great results. I'm going to teach them the techniques that absolutely eliminate pain, illness, allergies, migraines, traumas. Um, and so those are a couple of ways and, um, you know, uh, and I always offer a free consultation. So if you want to have a session with me, you can send me a private message on Facebook. You can send me an email and, um, I can give you my phone number. Um, I'll give it to you 651-755-6027. Again, 651-755-6027. And I offer a free consultation. I want you to feel comfortable with me and I want to feel comfortable with you. And if I feel I can help you, then I'll set an appointment. If not, I'll refer you out to a colleague or somebody else because uh, energy is great and we get to go where we're led. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much for all that, Joe. And I would like to close out by asking you if you could share, you shared so many amazing things, so I'm in deep gratitude for that. If you could share um, one really simple tip or way for people to start to become more aware of their energy, whether that be like how to ask for a sign or just a simple way to have more awareness around their own energy. Uh, well, the first set of movements that I told you about the Kegel and the glute squeeze, that one you're getting I call it sometimes the Google movement because it's going to tap you into your own internal guidance system. And so that one is amazingly profound. Um, oh, if you guys want, you know, send me an email and I can and just put in the subject per, uh, uh, power positions and I can send you out the list of five positions that I teach. One of the positions that I teach is simply placing your hand over your first and second and your hand over your heart. And when you do that, that's going to connect you um, to your, literally, um, we have a set of nerves in our brain. We have a set of nerves in the coccyx. And so this is going to connect the two of them. It's going to connect you to your intuition. It's going to connect you to your safety and security. So when you're in your safety and security, um, that's when things really start to flow. So if you're out of balance, you know, the Kegel and the glute squeeze and the hand on the first and second um, are massively power positions. Um, and then I ask people, it's like, really set out your intentions, really set out your intentions. How are you going to be today? How are you going to show up? And what I mean is like, okay, you get to be different things. You get to be vulnerable. You get to be loving. You get to be passionate. You get to be, you know, adventurous. You get to be humorous. What ways do you want to show up? Because when we start to declare things like that, creator comes in and is just like, okay. And so make your life good, make your life great. Sign yourself up, enroll yourself up to support you and watch to see what happens. Oh, that's so good. Oh my gosh, you're so amazing. Okay, so that's so generous of you to offer uh, to the listeners those five power poses. That's amazing, amazing, amazing. So thank you for that. And I'm sure people are gonna be contacting you. I just have this feeling. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. And then uh, before we wrap up, any like, you know, parting comments or things that are coming up that you want to say before we sign off here today, Joe? We get to believe what we want to believe. Um, all of us have been sold a bill of goods. Uh, all of us at one time or another have been told that we're not 
good enough. We're not pretty enough. We're not smart enough. We're not skinny enough. We're not, you know, we don't have enough weight on us. Um, we all been told those kinds of things. We get to believe we get to follow what we want to follow. So we get to put those things to rest and we get to choose the things that we're going to go forward. And sometimes that's hard. That's why Elizabeth and I do what we do. That's why we're busy because we offer people support when, when they, when they're down, but choose by all means, choose for you, you know, and there's so much more Elizabeth, you know, on my Facebook today was talking about what's the real addiction. What are the real problems that people are running into, but choose, 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 choose for you. Oh, are you going to write a book soon? Uh, yeah, I, you know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, sidebar. Here we go. <laughs> well, it's interesting because, you know, I have two that I've started and I, you know, and so, um, you know, uh, I should make a promise to myself after I teach in June that I will take uh, two weeks off and I'll start to write. Well, that's, that's, that's tricky. An, that's an I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna have to put that in writing and share it with a lot of people that will beat me silly if I don't. <laughs> I'll be one of them. So you heard it here first, people. Uh, Joe is going to author a book. He's going to pin a book. And it's obviously going to be amazing because words, um, I'm a total word nerd. And words have healed me in addition to yoga. So... I'm excited to receive that, that work because again, you have so many gifts and because of your experience um, and what life has brought to you, right? You, you, mm -hmm. you just have such a, a beautiful insight. So, so I'm very excited that you're setting this intention right here on this podcast. <laughs> to write a book. I just, I just bought my, I, I like buying the half year calendars that start in July. And so I'll have to go back and uh, put a highlighter on the uh, June 25th and start June 25th on. And um, so, yeah, uh-huh. that's going to be interesting. That's very cool. Well, I, it, this has been such a treat. I have been wanting to get together with you on the podcast for many, many months. Uh, you're very busy. And so I want to thank you for your time and your energy and all your vibes. And to all the people listening, really, this is an invitation to own your awesome. And even and especially in the times when you feel like, you know, you don't measure up, you're not worthy. Please know, trust and believe that you are. And like Joe said, set the intention what, how do you want to show up in the world? And, and you are amazing just as you are. So thank you so much for tuning in. I know you have uh, choices for what you can be doing with your time. So thanks for putting us in between your, you know, in your ears and listening. And if you like this podcast, please, please, please give me some reviews on all of the outlets, share it with your peeps that you know would resonate with. And if you like what I'm putting down, check me out on my website, lizbethoverton.com. And speaking of healers and this idea of you do not have to get sick to help people, the Nurse Action Pack is on sale right now until the 21st of April. It's basically a suite of over 23 digital products that will help you really nurture your whole being, mind, body, spirit, everything from finances to energy to Reiki to meditation to essential oils. And so if you are, you don't have to be a nurse to invest in this. It's 
It's amazing. Check it out. But the, but the essence is you don't have to suffer. You don't have to be sick to help heal people. So with that, that is a wrap. I'm sending you so much joy, ease. And hey, Elizabeth. Yeah. Elizabeth, uh, what about your Oracle deck? How do they get that? Oh, yeah. So you can uh, receive the Divine Downloads Oracle deck on my website, lizbethoverton.com. And this podcast was a divine download from the Oracle deck. I was in the shower. It's like, oh, hey, knock, knock. You're, you, you need to do a podcast called Divine Downloads. So, yes, when you're open, right, when you are um, engaging with spirit, he or she will always provide you with exactly what you need. So that is a wrap. Thank you, everybody. Ciao.